thank you so much for being so flexible with me. Of course. No worries. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. I am um, shockingly going out of town last minute tomorrow. I like was supposed to have some work this weekend. It didn't go through and I'm just like fuck this my soul's been calling Santa Fe New Mexico the universe is like here's a place to stay so I'm going and all of a sudden it's funny I was talking to my therapist about this I'm like the power of influence like I for two seconds didn't think anything about driving by myself anywhere between 12 to 14 hours and then a couple mm. people said something I didn't think anything of it but of course right before I fall asleep I'm like oh my god I love that you and I are very similar so I followed a ping like that to Guatemala and I moved there and lived there for a year and a half nice solely off of intuition so I feel you on that as you should like to me like it's so funny because I was talking to my therapist I'm like despite whatever may be going on in reality if every time I do something that technically from the outside world is probably like, probably not the best idea. They're always the best fucking ideas. The universe is like, yes, bitch, you listen to your intuition. So here's all this other stuff that you've been trying to work through or whatever it is, because you trusted this, we're going to fix this for you. So I've learned now to celebrate all that stuff, but it's funny how still the power of like, you know, what you surround yourself with, the people and the words that they even speak and allowing it. Cause I'm like, I don't know. It's fascinating. But anyways, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to talk to you. I want to make sure. So your first name is obviously Jacqueline, pronounced Jacqueline, correct? Yeah. And is uh-huh. it Donato? Datanato. Datanato. Uh-huh. All right. Let me make a little note so I don't butcher it. You can day da auto. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, Live Well by Jacqueline is your online brand mm-hmm. company. Okay, cool. That's, um, yeah. So, real quick, so like I like to keep it light. It's funny, normally, so I used to interview my guests either we used to have cocktails out in bars and restaurants or if you're into smoking weed, whatever. Um, but that's gone aside now from COVID. But today I was like, fuck this. I'm almost on vacation and I've been working my ass off. So I poured myself a drink. I was like, what? I love it. I have my LaCroix back here. <laughs> hey, Chi. Ooh. Oh, well, hold on. That was a party though. Um, <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Party fell, kids. Why you don't drink and do podcasts? You will spill <laughs> on your learning lessons. Um, but anyways, I like to keep it super casual. Like basically, I'll just go into like a mini introduction of you, and then obviously, like you go more into like who you are, what you're about. Um, and then I'll just go from there, basically asking you questions about everything that you talk about online, soulmate shit, attracting you, your best version of yourself and all that stuff. Does that sound good? Yeah. Sounds great. Okay. Let me make sure we're recording. Um, okay. We're recording. Yay. All right. All right, kids. Welcome to another episode of Conversations Under the Influence. You just missed it, but I've already done a party fall. I guess that's the universe saying, <laughs> bitch, don't be drinking at 1.30 in the afternoon on a Wednesday. <laughs> Um, but I'm so excited for my guest, Jacqueline. She's super dope female entrepreneur talking to everybody about love and attracting your soulmate by finding your inner soulmate first and foremost and stop trying to fill the void. So without further ado, 
Jacqueline, do you want to like take off from there and tell us a little bit more? Yeah. About yeah. So you already just did a beautiful job describing <laughs> what I do. So yeah, I help women love themselves. I teach them the tools to how to actually love themselves, like what that actually looks like so that they can become their own soulmate, which in turn attracts the love that they have always been looking for. Because a lot of times we, we think that love that we're seeking is outside of ourselves, but we are able to find that within. And from that energy, like that is the energy that attracts the relationship that you have always wanted in your life. So, um, so yeah, that is the work that I do. And it's, it's amazing. I love it so much. I love that. And then obviously you didn't wake up that way. Obviously I'm sure with you, you had your own journey of this and you wanted to share what you discovered. Is that correct? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, well, first of all, I had been single for 12 years before I met my current boyfriend who I feel is my soulmate. Um, I mean, of course I've had relationships here and there, short term things, but nothing super substantial. And so I was like, I was always seeking and I, I kind of went on like my own journey and it looked for me, it was travel. So I did close to a year of, of backpacking. And then I came home from that trip and I like jumped back into corporate life and, um, really like got back into the life that I was trying to leave in the first place. And I felt this nudge to, to go live in Guatemala. So I followed that and I had, I had done a, um, a health and wellness certification. And so I thought I wanted to be a health coach. And so I did that and I was in Guatemala and I was really intentional about my time there. I was like, I'm going to figure myself out once and for all. Like I already did the eat, pray, love thing and like things didn't pan out from that. <laughs> and so I, I was really intentional and I was like, I'm going to figure out this void that I feel like I'm missing and I'm going to really go all in on my business because corporate's not for me. And so I did another program to help get my health and wellness business off the ground. But what I didn't realize was that that, that program was going to be really self-love centered. Mm -hmm. And in that program, I learned how to love myself. Like I was seeking business coaching, but I actually learned how to love myself. And so I decided to completely pivot. Um, and then during that, that six month container, it was actually only three months into the program. I met my current boyfriend and I just saw how it like, works so quickly. People have was, no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so crazy how things can snap into place. How how much flows when you really start to love yourself, like everything in my life shifted. Like once I got into alignment with the type of coaching I wanted to do, that started flowing, you know, mm -hmm. money flows from that space, the relationships, the soulmate friendships, like everything flows from the extent to which you love yourself. And so I was like my own walking testimonial and I'm like, oh my God, this is like the best kept secret that I feel like people don't really know about until they start to embody it. And they're like, oh, I get it. Like everything just starts to feel light and flowy. And so, um, so that I kind of, yeah, I kind of fell into it by accident, honestly. <laughs> I love it. Two questions real quick. One, how old were you when this like enlightenment process kind of started happening? Mm -hmm. Um, so let's see. Well, it was 2016 when I did my like long trip around the world. So that was kind of like my first step into like 
seeking, seeking for something more. I stopped, I stopped following what everyone else was doing. So that was, I was like 27, 28, I'm 32 now. And so, um, so yeah, I didn't meet my boyfriend until I was 31. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, and then, so you said you started a program. So did you actually have to pay for the program? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is my whole point. People will spend money all day long on super shit. We'll spend hundreds of dollars on fucking cocktails in one weekend. But if you see a program mm. and it's 30, 40, maybe hundred, maybe $500, you'd be like, oh my God, mm. it's so expensive. So um, thank you for bringing that up. Cause I always want to encourage people like in areas of your life that are not working, invest in yourself. You are the best investment ever. And like that money that you're putting into yourself is going to show up on so many more levels than it would have been from like spending it at the bar or like wasting it shopping on stupid shit. Like, believe me, you probably have already other things enough of the shit that you need. And going back to what you're saying, seeking this happiness, this love outside yourself, spending on this money, spending on this, because then that's when things become aligned. You find your passion that in your business and money flows and then your person shows up and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. <laughs> so amazing and the fact that like you also have done it yourself I think is probably why like your flow for me what a try I don't even know how I found you on social media but like you can tell you're not trying to do or say anything that's not just naturally coming into flow and naturally from what you have experienced and I think that for me is what hit me so like like bam because I've always talked about like be your own best friend like again i'm going on a trip by myself which i've my brother's like who cares if you're driving to sedona by yourself or santa fe by yourself you went to the dominican republic rented a car and drove around that place by yourself <laughs> you're, like, you're right and it's funny because it's like you know especially i don't know if it's in this day and age i know it's a little bit more of like people so i'm 40 and people are like why are you not married why this? and all this pressure and all that stuff and it's funny because it's like as I've gotten older and granted it's been a journey for, and I, and I, and I am just as guilty. I think as you, like, I think one of the posts I was reading is like, it's easy to get caught up with like not wanting to feel lonely or want something by your side. And you'll accept something that really is not fulfilling what you need. And then mm -hmm. these people get in situations that they, the longer you are in them, we're human. You're going to get emotionally attached. I don't mm -hmm. like, and I don't think women also understand the fact of when you're physical with somebody, the chemical reactions that happen that literally get you addicted to them. Men are mm -hmm. a little bit different, hence why they can go and be cool with whatever it is. <laughs> but it's like taking a step back and breaking the cycles and breaking the pattern and not being afraid of like being alone. Like how, what advice would you give to people who are either A, in the beginning stages of something that's not right or be also in something that's not right for them and they know it like what advice would you give to somebody that's trying to get out but don't know how to get out i would say i mean first of all your intuition always knows so like you said like you know when you're in a situation like that and sometimes it's like you have to get to that enough is enough stage like sometimes that's what it is like when when it's like comfortable and like things, you know, it's, it's hard to be like, no, like I want something more. Like you, you just have to have that inner knowing, like I deserve so much more than this. And like, I think when that happens, it's like, we get so 
like we get caught up in in thinking like well my person's never going to show up so this is like as good as it's going to get or like we get tired of waiting for the right person to come mm-hmm. along so we're like this this will do he's like 80% there like times. <laughs> that never works out well I've learned my lesson <laughs> yeah it never it never works out and so like what I always bring it back to is self-love like that is that is like the number one way for you to realize that you are worthy of something more and something better. Like you are worthy of that soulmate love. And so when you really start to practice self-love practices, um, like the different things that I teach, like you slowly start to see your worth. And that's what happened to me actually in my program that I, that I took, I was in another relationship. I was in a relationship that was not serving me. It was just, okay for the time being and as I was really starting to learn how to practice self-love I was like oh yeah this is not it like (laughs) and I got the courage to be like no I am holding out for the relationship that I want forever and so that was the shift it was self-love I love that. And then, um, would you like to share any tips for people that don't know what self-love is or looks like? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So a a really great place to start is honestly just spending uninterrupted time with yourself. So that can look like meditation, going on walks by yourself without any distractions, um, uh, yoga, anything where you're just spending quality time with yourself. Uh, I have my clients date themselves. So either going to a restaurant alone or creating like a really amazing dinner experience at home where they're like lighting a candle and like putting on a cute outfit for themselves. Like they're alone, like, you know, like pouring a glass of wine, turning on music, like again, no distractions. It's that quality time where you're like really getting to, to like, to know yourself and to, you're also like, you know, we're constantly distracting. We're either working or we're on social media, we're drinking or we're Netflixing, whatever. And so it's like making that a priority to get rid of all those distractions so you can hear yourself for the Mm -hmm. first time. You can hear what you, what your inner guidance is trying to tell you. And like, and like I said, really getting to know who you are at a deep level. That's so beautiful. I love that. I think of so many people like I was blessed. So when I moved to New York City after college, I didn't know anybody got really depressed because I literally was in my little hole of a wall for a month. And finally, I'm like, all right, homegirl, like get your shit together. You're 21 years old, living your, your dreams in New York City and you're fucking depressed. Like get out there. And the first time I went out was miserable. Nobody talked to me, but I got over myself being like, I can't go out. So then the next time I think, remember I went to the movies by myself because I wanted to watch a movie. Still not the best experience, but it wasn't as bad as at first. And the more I did it, the more, because here's the thing, nobody cares about what you're doing. In my head, I'm like, everyone knows I'm by myself. Everyone knows, everyone gives a shit. Everyone's looking at their thing or talking to their own people. And like, finally, when I was surrendering to it, it's like now, like, I love, don't get me wrong. I enjoy doing things with people, but they got to be with the right people. Because mm-hmm. if you're with the wrong people, they take away from the experience. And so for now, I'm like, I go and do things all the time by myself. And what I found is I actually then will meet and attract. And sometimes it's not a love relationship, but a friendship or a business opportunity mm-hmm. and everything. Because it takes power to A, be by yourself, especially mm-hmm. in public. And I think, too, what you're saying is, is like, if you're so afraid to be by yourself, by yourself, 
you're gonna invite the wrong people over to your house like Mm -hmm. you gotta be Mm -hmm. an exclusive club like you gotta pay a fucking membership like you gotta make sure you dress right (laughs) act right do all the things right or you're gonna get fucking kicked out of this club you know what (laughs) i'm saying like hell no but then the clubs that have no rules and regulations that's where you get all the drama and all the shit on tmc <laughs> and like police chases and people are like what is happening to me bitch you're in the wrong well. club like go check your shit like you know what i'm saying it's so, so true i love that and then um as far as like your coaching and your programming um do you find like what do you find is like the biggest resistance and hurdles that people have for making this like shift of like just letting go to really be okay with loving them yeah i think um i think it's it's getting to a place of of realizing like they're worthy of of love they're worthy of doing this work they're worthy yeah. of investing in themselves and it's honestly, like the shifts start to happen when they make that investment, when they hand over their credit card and they're like, yes, I'm doing this. Like magical things start to happen in that moment. Like I, it's, it's honestly, like, like I said, the investment is like a huge piece. And then, um, yeah, like I've had clients who they'll have two sessions with me and all of a sudden they're, they're attracting quality men who are coming up to them at grocery stores and like coming out of the woodworks. And like, it's this like visceral energy shift that is so magnetic. And, um, yeah, I think I totally just like circled around your question, but it's it's all gorgeous stuff. Um, and then what was I going to say? Um, I had a question going back to resistance. It was the biggest thing. Um, oh, so what would you say? I have, I have my idea in my head, but like, what would you say are like maybe the top three reasons why we get brainwashed to thinking that we have to like Prince Charming is the answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we find Mm -hmm. ourselves in these positions? I think the biggest thing is thinking that that love is within someone else. Like we're, we're thinking that we need someone else to complete us or we need our Prince Charming to fill that hole within ourselves. But like, that's like, that's what causes the, the relationships that don't really work because you get to be whole on your own to attract another whole person. It's, it's, there's just such an imbalance when you're using another person, of course, subconsciously to fill that void that, that we get to fill on our own. So I would say that that's, that's the biggest thing. I hear you. And vice versa, from my experience and also from just watching people, it's like, if you're filling a void and you've attracted someone else, that motherfucker is filling a void too. So don't be shocked Mm -hmm. when something doesn't work out and usually there's bombs that go off because there's always signs and warning signs in the beginning and of course we want to ignore it and all this Mm. stuff and like and especially it's easy too i think people to get caught up in the fantasy because like people that aren't ready truly to be in relationships can decorate the tree all day long but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that tree gonna stay up all season and be there to like give you all the love and light and joy. When it falls over and breaks and lights your house on fire, you're like, what happened? You know, like it's so true. It's so that true. That tree and wasn't meant to be a Christmas tree in the first place. <laughs> you're so spot on. And like another thing that we do as women, especially as we get older, is like we're so like 
we're holding on to our timelines with like a vice grip. Like we're like, oh my God, like I need to get married and have kids by a certain time. And we sometimes can let that dictate who we're, we're choosing. And, you know, I've definitely settled in, in that, in that like feeling of like, I need to find someone because it's going to be too late for me to have kids. And so releasing that timeline and just like trusting, like the universe has my back, like it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. I love that. That's so beautiful. And then what would you say for people that um, are struggling to love themselves, like things that they can do like today to like create some shifts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So lately I've been working with the five love languages. Are you familiar with yeah. <laughs> Gary Chapman. Hey, what up? Yes. I know him. I've been studying him a lot lately. Yeah. Yeah. So my, what, like what I teach is like, give yourself the love that you're seeking from someone else. And so we, self-love looks different for everyone. And so it's fun to kind of use the love languages to give yourself that type of love that you're seeking. Like for me, I really like words of affirmation. And Can so, we break the words, the love languages down? Cause I don't think a lot of yeah. people makes a lot of sense. Do you want to go for it? Yeah. yeah. So words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, gifts, and um, what was, what was the last one? Quality time. Do we say quality time? Yeah. Quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, like for example, words of affirmation for me, I like to write down self-love affirmations and it it can be things that you like to hear from men or just things that you want to hear in general. Mm -hmm. And then I record it in my voice memo in my phone and I play it either in the morning or at night. So I'm actually hearing those words coming out of my own mouth. And it's like, it's beautiful words that you want to hear that you want to hear from someone else. So I do that. I write myself little love notes every day in my journal, like little sticky notes. I put them in my journal and just like, I love you. Love me. <laughs> like heart <laughs> me. <laughs> I love it. And things like that. Um, physical touch. You can, um, you can like, when you get out of the shower, rub lotion on your body and thank your body parts and have it be like, you know, the, your moment of like being intimately like physical touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, quality time would be, you know, like, turning off distractions, going within uh, meditation, like I said before, dating yourself. Um, Acts of service would be, you could plan out your week ahead of time, things like that, a little bit more like regimented. And then gifts, buy yourself gifts, buy yourself flowers, things like that. I always buy myself flowers. I remember I was really sad one year. It was uh, Valentine's Day. I live in LA. So I went to downtown LA Flyer Mart and bought like four or five different dozens of roses and it was so cheap because it was downtown of the flower mart and my house was popping i did not think twice about being single on valentine's day i was like hey, <laughs> hey. like how i love know? that because the thing is is like you can either sit in whatever it is that isn't or mm-hmm. celebrate what is and what's coming you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying exactly and it's it's amazing that thin line between being empowered and in alignment and then being out of it and like feeding depression, anxiety, and all mm. this stuff that isn't really real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but to anybody that's listening, big business and marketers make lots of money at making people feel like shit. So maybe listen to oh, yeah. Jacqueline and me, <laughs> you know, who got a little heads up because it's like, it's funny because it's like going back to like all the tools are really, really there. 
but yet mm-hmm. we're so focused on distracting because we're we're taught to be afraid to be alone you know mm-hmm. um one of the things i always talk about too the importance of and i would love to hear your thoughts about this but like i also too know people that like bounce from like relationship to relationship right and for me mm-hmm. i'm like there needs to be some sort of downtime because i'm like like listing of physical baggage and like actually traveling if you're traveling constantly and you're constantly putting more shit in your bag but not unpacking it like that's gonna Mm -hmm. be a problem at some point and relationships are no different and I feel like so many people usually if a relationship isn't working and you jump to the next one usually the same problem is the same problem and the common denominator Mm -hmm. in those problem is Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always mm-hmm. you. And so like, until you take a step back, cause it's so easy to point the fingers and be like, oh, it's this person, it's this person. Well, no, it's like, you're fucking attracting this shit. And there's a reason why you're attracting it. Or there's a mm-hmm. reason also why you're allowing that same cycle. So like, you got to take a step back and like, do some things, mm-hmm. buy yourself some flowers, whatever. And for me too, I feel like, especially when it comes to relationships, the things that you fear the most being alone or like, like doing these things are exactly what you need to be doing to get the things that you want mm-hmm. so crazy mm-hmm. right there <laughs> it's so true and to, and to speak into your point about jumping from relationship to relationship it's like like we were saying before it, you're not it's it just it's showing that you still need someone outside of you to fill something that you haven't quite addressed so taking that time to actually be with yourself, be on your own without another person. Like that's how you get like so firm in who you are and like focusing on loving your life without anyone, like, you know, doing things that light you up. Mm -hmm. And that's what, because the thing is, is like, like you said, you're going to bring that into another relationship. And until you are so good on your own, it's, you're just going to keep attracting crazy shit into your life it's the same stuff over and over again different (laughs) shape and form um um oh my gosh i have all these thoughts and then they come and go hold on give me a minute we were just talking about the attraction part um oh so let's talk about um real quick what a good soulmate healthy love looks like and feel like because i also think too a part of the problem is people don't know what that is they mm-hmm. think what, because also too, and this is what I've learned from my own life experience and also from Gary Chapman is our structure and our goal for love and relationship is usually our parents and our childhood growing up, despite how fucked up it may or may not be, that's what we grew up knowing as love. And so I think when you also take some time to like sit by yourself and realize like, okay, these are things that I like, these are things that I don't like, and also the patterns you might be um bringing from your history from your family's history and like where you can stop and start like do you want to talk a little bit about like that process as well and how that affects actually finding a really good relationship yeah like so for me i i never had an example of like what like real true love looked like like my parents got divorced when i was like a year old and i i just haven't seen a relationship that I've wanted to emulate. Like I, like not until I got older, I, I had a couple of friends who had that, like that love that you could really feel mm. on a deep level when you're around them. But there, there weren't too many people around me where I was like, yes, like that is what I want. Mm. And for me, it was like, 
it was getting really, again, quiet and like going within and, and really asking myself, what is it that I want in a partner? Like, I want someone who makes me want to be a better person. I want someone who has a giant heart. Like, I, I just felt into what that felt like for me. And so I had my list and- Did you physically I, write down a list? Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like literally everything that was on that list. Like I love it. To a T. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, for me, it was more of a process of going within since I didn't have too many examples of, of what I wanted it to look like. And I just really asked myself, what, what does that look like for me? Cause I, I really do believe it looks different for everyone. And, yeah. um, you know, that, that soul connected love, it's, it isn't like, like rainbows and butterflies all the time. Like that, that love, like that brings up really like the deepest parts of you that haven't been healed yet. And yeah. so, so my boyfriend and I, like, we really work on stuff that comes up, but we work on it together. And it's like, it's not always pretty. It's not always easy, but it's like the most like healing, beautiful relationship that I've ever had. So I think there's a misconception that it's like, you know, it's perfect. It's definitely not perfect. <laughs> hear that boys and girls yeah i do i believe too like we have this fantasy of it always oh, should be like nine shining armor and like symphonies or quartets playing all the time and don't get me wrong that's nice but what when people play into that that's a facade and then that's the shit that just goes like you know it's great and then also and like bottoms out very quickly because i think real love and like true love when you're talking about like working together and soulmates it is like we're all messed up we're all working through stuff but again like if you are bringing your broken self to another broken person which we all are but unless you have those skills to be like this is my best version of myself and i'm sharing this with you and here are also my broken parts that other person would never use it against you to control you to demean you because i also think too mm -hmm. that it's easy when you get caught up in this fantasy because i know a lot of times like the courtship is this fantasy so especially women fall in love with this idea and then when their true version of their partner shows up and it's toxic and not healthy they still hang on to this idea of what it is and that's who they love mm -hmm. and then when the reality sets in years and months will go by months and years go by and like but this but like that was never it that was just like a like a marketing technique to get you to buy the product but the product isn't really <laughs> what you wanted you know mm -hmm. um and so i think it's so important because it like if you're a broken person going into that you're going to stay broken and stay controlled but if you're more of a healed person going into that you'd be like love mm -hmm. you but i'm out peace mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and also too like it's like for me, I'm, I'm in a relationship with someone who's really willing to work on themselves. And so like, w like I said, we're able to work on those broke, like we both feel like we have broken pieces of ourselves in this relationship, but like we've healed those parts of ourselves that we didn't even know needed to be healed because yeah. both of us have brought that out of each other in like such a beautiful way. So, um, so yeah, it's, when it comes down to that, both people have to be willing to do the work. It can't just be like, okay, like your shit's coming up, like peace out. Okay. Now yours is peace out. Like it's, it's like working together on it yeah. and like not, not running away when you know that love is like real deep and true. Yeah. That's beautiful. 
Um, so I'm going to wrap this up. Is there like any last few tidbits of wisdom you would like to share with people that are listening that may be working through this or trying to find their soulmates or trying to find themselves back to loving themselves? Yeah, I would say it all starts with you. The, the person that you're looking for is, is really yourself. Like mm. the pursuit of, of finding your soulmate is really the pursuit of coming back home to yourself. And so when you can really start to practice self-love, like that's going to bring you to everything that you are wanting in your life. And, and of course I can help you along the way too. (laughs) So drop some, so drop some tidbits. How can they find you? Where can they find you? All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm live well by Jacqueline on Instagram, live well by Jacqueline at gmail.com. And I have a three month one-on-one program where I work really intimately with my clients on becoming their own soulmate so they can attract the love they're looking for. I love that. And for everyone who's listening that wants that information, I'll also be putting it in the comments link below. If you guys haven't already done so, I'm so bad at this, subscribe, turn on your notifications, like that stuff, follow me, follow Jacqueline, and be nice to yourself today. Do something good for yourself. Date yourself today. Even if you are in a relationship, it's also, I'm sure you would say this Mm -hmm. too, it's still so important, right? To date yourself, even if you are in a relationship. 100%. Right. Okay. Thank you guys. Cheers. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Let me end this. Let's see. I want to end that real quick just for the recording part. Oh my God. You are amazing. I think we could do some more things together. I want to definitely. Where? San Clemente? Yeah. I'm in San Diego right now, but just for um, the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I live in San Clemente. I was in San Clemente a lot. My mom was down there probably like seven, eight years ago and quite a few rehabs. So I used to be down there all the time. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's such a great area. So I'll have to touch base yeah. with you next time. Um, I'm really excited. I really think that this is gonna, cause I have, so like my fan base isn't huge, but on my platforms, although I did hire a social media person and she's doing amazing. It's growing. Nice. But I got a fan base like around 10,000 on my, a couple. And it's funny. I hear from so many women, especially who, mm-hmm are either in bad relationships and everything. So I really think that this is going to a help create some insight for people. I really hope this will like, maybe we can do a part two. Cause I really think that yeah. even a lot of my fans like will eventually hit you up because yeah. I think what you're, I preach this shit, but I preach <laughs> a lot of other shit, but you're more specifically targeted. So I think this is great. And thank you for what Yay. you're doing. Cause I think a lot more people need to be talking about these things because they don't teach you this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a lot of people don't even, I mean, I didn't even have really a real awareness about self-love until like I fell into it. I think people yeah. don't like they, you hear the word self-love, but you don't really get it until you that, start yeah. embodying it. And then yeah. when you start embodying it, you're like, Oh, holy shit. I get it now. Yeah. And also too, I think too, especially from a woman's standpoint, there's a lot of pressure for women to be taking care of everything else before they take care of themselves. And yeah, it's like, hell no. Like you can't serve from empty vessel. Like I heard that a couple of years ago and I'm like, that's so true because I myself too found myself give, 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 get. And then I'm like this at the end of the day, crank. I'm like, mm-hmm. who are you? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't. And then other people in my life also weren't respecting me because I wasn't respecting myself, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. oh my God. Yay. I'm so excited. Yay. Um, that was so fun. And then you, from my, if, I think I remember when I was looking, you also, you have an online course already too, right? That you have. I have, I have one that I'm like, I don't really talk about right now. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm probably going to pull it off of my Instagram okay. because I'm working on a new course okay. and that's going to be 
a lot better than the first one that I put Okay, out, so. I was going to tweet it out, yeah. but yeah, we can do it later. I actually, have you yeah. heard of Teachable? Yeah, that's what I, I think that's the one I use. Okay. Uh, if I don't, I know, I know Teachable. Yeah, so I just, so like, it's funny. I had a 28-day program when I, so the only reason, back up real quick, how I know Gary Chapman is I'm working on my second book and it's actually mm-hmm. strictly on relationships. It's called The Shit They Should Have oh, Taught cool. You in Relationship, or uh, The Shit okay. They Should Have Taught You in College, Relationships. Uh-huh. But just simple, simple, simple stuff. And that's- yeah. Funny because it's like again, like going back to the five love languages, or even like the five apology languages, like mm-hmm. simple, but also kind of rocket science at the same time. Because all these people struggle mm-hmm. with this shit, but yet none of us, because we don't have the awareness of being like, oh wait, no, he genuinely apologized. But because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that kind of apology, I didn't think he apologized. So we're gonna get in a fight about his apology versus being <laughs> like, let's understand how we're communicating. It's like this crazy. Mm-hmm circular things so mm-hmm. um, yeah yay. i'm yay. excited to talk to you more and then uh, i know me too um thank you so much for being patient and then um i'll let you know when this um launches and all that stuff yeah. i'll have all your links and all that stuff and then definitely cool. would love to do something in the future i think this could be an yeah thing. yeah i'm so down i would love so. to and we're on the same time zone and we're not i know it's Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mama. I appreciate your time. All Thank right. you so much, and I'll be in touch. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. Purple butter, my backwards. If you smoke with me, you'll get high as